Hey, hey, hey. Welcome back, everyone. You are tuning in to the Rise Station podcast, and I am your host, Pranella Harris, licensed mental health provider. And here I discuss mental health education and wellness tips. So if that's your thing, you are in the right place. If this is your first time tuning in, welcome and do me a favor and hit the subscribe button so that you get alerted every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I upload a new episode. Please also share this podcast out to your friends and your family so that they can grow and thrive with you. If you'd like to support our efforts of making mental health accessible, please visit our Patreon page and become an official member of our Rise Tribe community. You will receive special discounts on merch, monthly Q&As, our monthly newsletter, and special journal prompts and their accompaniments to our podcast episodes to help you on your healing journey. All right, listen, have you ever been in a relationship where you feel like your emotional needs aren't being met? Maybe you feel very alone in your relationships. Maybe you don't feel comfortable sharing your thoughts and feelings because you think they might cause more problems than they solve. Or maybe you just have been told that you were super clingy and super needy. If so, you're in luck. Today we are discussing the signs that you may be dealing with someone who is emotionally unavailable to you. Before we get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. You know, the dating world can seem like mental gymnastics at times, and it can be discouraging. But if you really sit with yourself, you will be able to fine tune what it is that you really want and be very clear as to what you're looking for in a relationship. Each failed relationship is getting you closer to success, getting you closer to a more fulfilling relationship. So hang in there. You know, when someone you have feelings for takes hours or even days to respond to your text or a missed call or unexpectedly at times pulls away from you, you might be left wondering, was it something I said? Was it something that I did? Right. And it's good to do this self-reflection and this introspection of yourself always. Right. Because we're always striving to be the best versions of ourselves. So if you tend to find yourself attracting similar partners who may not be emotionally available, there may be some internal healing that needs to take place within yourself, right? 
your external environment is always a reflection of what's going on internally. So if we're attracting emotionally unavailable people or people who tend to pull away, people who are not consistent, then it's good to look within ourselves to see what is it that is within us that is attracting this type of energy into our lives, right? So if you consciously want a lasting relationship, but keep getting a different result, you may be subconsciously drawn to unavailable partners for a number of reasons, right? One is perhaps you had emotionally unavailable parents, right? And so we tend to fall in line with what we saw as young people. That was our first signs of relationships. So we tend to be attracted to those personality types or that type of energy. Number two is maybe you're on some level emotionally unavailable as well, right? You consciously want commitment, but perhaps on a subconscious level, you fear intimacy. You fear losing yourself in a relationship. You fear being vulnerable or getting hurt. So your heart is guarded. And so you attract other people who have a guarded heart as well, right? The other thing is you do not have a healthy sense of self, right? Perhaps you don't feel real good about yourself. Your self-esteem is low. You don't feel worthy. You are looking toward the outside for validation, right? So you're not walking around with this emotional availableness to yourself. And so you're looking for someone else to possess that, right? You're coming from a lack mindset. So you're essentially not being available to yourself by looking for something to make you happy outside yourself. So you will then, as the law of attraction would have it, you will then attract people who are not going to be able to fill that need for you because you first have to fill it for yourself. All right. So, you know, those are just some ways to give us some insight as to what could be the root cause of us attracting unavailable partners, right? Relationships thrive best when there's an equal give and take. If you find yourself doing most of the emotional labor in the relationship, it can cause a bunch of anger, resentment, sadness, and overall dissatisfaction with that relationship. And so this is the case when we find ourselves in emotionally unavailable relationships, right? Someone who's emotionally unavailable to us is usually seen as someone who is stoic, reserved, detached, aloof, and even cold. So I want to bring awareness as to what this looks like so that you are able to do some self-reflection on, okay, This is what it means to be emotionally unavailable or be with someone who's emotionally unavailable. Now I need to do the inner work to find out why it is that I keep attracting that. All right. So let's go over the signs. 10 signs you are dealing with an emotionally unavailable partner. Number one, there is distance between you. You could be sitting in the same room, but you feel like there is no 
deep connection between you. The connection stays surface level because you're not able to express your emotions, whether good or bad. You're not able to be expressive with your emotions, which deepens the connection. So the connection stays on a surface level. So you really never get to know the deeper aspects of your partner and they never explore that within you. Number two is feeling alone. Now, you're in a two-person single relationship. I know that sounds strange to put it that way, but you're really in a relationship by yourself, right? Because your partner does not express their feelings and can't understand yours. So it's like there's all these walls and barriers that are separating you, causing you to feel alone, not feeling like the other person really understands you and you understand them. Number three is They don't support you, right? You feel left feeling unseen or unheard. They're not exploring things or hobbies that you're into or recognizing what things excite you or that you love. Recently, I had a session with a couple and the woman was doing some research and she got all excited about this research that she found that hug time, like the length of time that you hug someone can help release some stress hormones. And so she brought this to her partner and she was all excited to bring it to her partner. And it was vehemently rejected. She was called weird for even bringing this up, this issue of hug time, you know, because she wanted to try it out. And her partner just refused it and made her feel bad, called it weird, made her feel, you know, very embarrassed to even bring up a need like this. And so this is what it means. Don't support you or leave you feeling unheard, unseen, because this was important to her. That's a bold example of that. Number four is lack communication skills, right? If you're in a relationship with someone who is emotionally unavailable, they may lack communication skills. They may be verbally aggressive when you're trying to convey your emotions, calling it stupid, calling it dumb, weird. They may shut down. They may gaslight you. They may call your names, making communication and problem solving very difficult. All right. A lot of times emotionally unavailable partners get defensive. And when they get defensive, they can be mean spirited, aggressive, attacking. All right. Number five is struggle to display emotions. So emotionally unavailable individuals, they struggle. Emotions are uncomfortable, so they struggle to display emotions. Verbally telling you and others how much they care is very difficult for them. Number six is they struggle to empathize. You know, they may seem concerned with their wants and their needs and find it difficult to Be concerned with your wants and needs, your point of view may have an inability to relate to others and understand others feelings, which you can imagine would be very difficult in a relationship, right? Number seven is defensiveness. When you bring up something that you want them to change or modify, they may become defensive, combative, and may find it difficult to let others in. 
Number eight is a tendency to shut down or avoid topics that require emotional openness. Changing the subjects, you know, uh, finding something else to talk about, making uh, distractions or even not saying anything. I I work with another woman who will express all of her emotions to her spouse and nothing. The spouse just says nothing. Nope. Don't give a reply or rebuttal just is completely devoid of any expressions, any verbal. I understand. Okay. Nothing. All right. So tendency to shut down or avoid topics that require emotional openness. Right. And sometimes people can just avoid that openness by saying, oh, here you go again. You know, we're back on this again, you know, to really try to not deal with emotions. Number nine is withdrawal from people or situations that provoke emotional reactions. And this could be good or bad. This could be, you know, when someone who is emotionally unavailable is shown love and, you know, it's a big emotion, they may tend to avoid and distance themselves because they don't know how to process that. Or they may avoid or withdraw from situations where they're going to have to some way express themselves or have someone else express themselves. So maybe if there's a topic that, you know, your emotionally unavailable partner knows will upset you, they may just avoid it, not tell you about it, act like it's not happening. So those things can occur. Number 10 is avoiding commitment. Emotionally unavailable partners avoid commitment, right? This could look like avoiding putting labels on a relationship or postponing the progression of a relationship, kind of keeping things stagnant and stuck, not not taking it to the next level. Most emotionally unavailable people prefer to have multiple superficial relationships and will end things before they get too serious, right? So they may keep a roster of people that they could just be physically intimate with or, you know, someone who could, you know, provide their uh, needs in some other ways, but not one relationship where they would have to do a lot of the emotional labor of reciprocating, all right? So if you are dealing with an emotionally unavailable partner, you have to sit with yourself. And although you may have deep feelings for this person, you need to ask yourself, are they capable of giving me what I'm looking for emotionally in a relationship, right? Because people change on their own. And as although we might want them to change, they may not be at that place in their healing journey to change. So really sitting with yourself to determine what you are willing to put up with. Am I okay with not getting my needs met or being in a one-sided relationship? You know, most likely the answer to that is no, right? Because you are deserving of love and emotional connection. You will find this as soon as you begin healing the parts within yourself that may be attracting in unavailable suitors. Do the inner healing so that you can attract healthier and more fulfilling relationships. All right, that's all I have for today, Rise Tribe. Listen, enjoy your day on purpose. 
If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.